0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into the pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother or sister, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you don't even notice the wooden beam in your own eye. Hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces good. But an evil person out of a store of evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Never again war, war never again. Those powerful words, that cry from the heart, spoken by Pope Paul VI when he stood before the General Assembly of the United Nations on October 5th, 1965. They were the high point of his words to the nations of this world. They were simple, clear, and passionate. Never again war. War never again. Since the years When Pope Paul VI spoke those words, they at first were applauded grandly, but then largely went unheeded. Since 1965, our world has experienced one war after another, after another, after another. Some have been small wars in faraway places, affecting small numbers of people. Others have been grand wars that have lasted for decades. All of them have left innocent people dead, injured, and left the world fractured and humanity broken. And now this past week, yet again, all the media of the world are focused on a new war, a new invasion, a new conquest, a new disaster for the innocent, a new fracture in humanity's humanity. What gives? What is it about us human beings that we cannot be peacemakers instead of war-makers? Why is it that we human beings have such a hard time since the very beginning, since Cain first clobbered his brother Abel over the head with a rock, leaving him dead in a field? Why is this organized murder so much a part of who we have become as a race? Pope Paul, in that same speech before the General Assembly of the United Nations, attempted to answer that question humbly, and simply, and honestly. He said, the problem, brothers and sisters, is pride. You know, not the kind of simple pride, the noble pride of a person who's accomplished something good in their lives, and they feel good about themselves. No, it's the vile kind of pride that says, I'm bigger than you. I'm more powerful than you. I can take what I want from you without consequences. I'm the big shot here. It's the kind of pride that a bully on a school playground lives within when he beats up some other little kid who does not have the strength he has and takes his lunch money from him. It's the kind of pride that leads people to beat their chests and say, Oh, I'm so good and I'm so wonderful and I'm so grand. I'm practically God myself. And I can do what I want just because I am. It's the kind of pride that leads premieres presidents and prime ministers and kings and queens of all kinds to rattle their swords at one another because we've got bigger armies, more tanks, more guns, more missiles than you do. I can take what I want and no one's going to beat me. That kind of pride, Pope Paul VI says, of course. Especially when it's combined with avarice, when it's combined with unremitting worldly power, when it's combined with a lack of compassion, a sense of justice, a concern for the other, is what leads us over and over and over again into one war after another, after another, after another. And and what's his solution? He says it very clearly. He says, humility is the solution. Maybe this sounds naive to you big people who run nations, but humility is the answer. The kind of humility that says, I am not first here. I am not the biggest. I am not the powerful. And even if I have a big army, I'm not going to use it. Because I care for my other brothers and sisters in this world. Because they are as important to me as I am to them. Because together we have to build a better world and make peace among ourselves and resolve our differences with with concern for justice and concern for life and concern for the other. That kind of humility modeled by the founder of our religion Jesus himself, Paul the Sixth, told all those big shots in the General Assembly, is the answer, is the way we get to never again war, war, never again. It's the answer in finding the way of peace. And when it's easy to say, well, yes 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 of course Paul the sixth that's right but how do we get there how do we find that humility how do we become peacemakers to use Jesus's words and the Beatitudes of Matthew who are the children of God and perhaps today's gospel the images that Jesus used when he's speaking to his own disciples. He's not talking to the big shots of the world. He's not talking to the Herods and the the kings and the Caesars of Rome or the, the, the high priests in the temple. He's talking to his disciples and uses the simplest image among others. He says, you know, just think about a tree, a good tree, how it gives good fruit. People know that you go to a good tree for good fruit. Just as people know that a rotten tree does not produce good fruit, it produces rotten fruit. Just as you know that a bramble bush isn't gonna produce delicious, beautiful grapes, only a well cared for grapevine produces grapes. And and what's that image saying to us? It's saying that we are trees in a sense, we're the image, parabolically, we're the tree. And, and if a tree is going to bear the fruit of peace, justice, and all the ancillary virtues, or contrary wise, if it's going to produce the rotten virtues of pride with all of its ancillary terrible things, then that tree has to be well-planted. It has to be watered. It has to be fertilized. It has to be disciplined through through, through managements of its branches, it has to be pruned. At times it has to be thinned, so that the sunlight can he- he- reach the fruit and make it rich and lovely for us to eat. And we are that tree. And when we're, when we're young and little and small, it's our parents and our family who who do that initial work of fertilizing us with with hope and teaching us grace and teaching us mercy and teaching us forgiveness and, yes, teaching us humility through their constant pruning and their constant thinning and their constant fertilizing with grace. They they lead us to the point where we can take over. where where we have then the responsibility of helping this tree, which is us, to grow into a tree that produces the the fruit of peace and justice and mercy and humility with others. That's our life work. That's how peace is found. That's what we do. We can't just say, well I'm going to be a bad person, I'm going to be a miserable person, I'm going to be a jealous person, I'm going to be a selfish person and and then expect good fruit to come from the tree that we've grown out of ourselves. It's a constant effort to make the trees of life, the trees of peace, the trees of justice, the trees of goodness, the trees of mercy and humility grow right and true, and bear good fruit in our lives, in our hearts, and in our world. It is easy for us to point our fingers at someone like Vladimir Putin and say, you bad man. It's also for us to look into our own hearts and to see where we have not pruned well, where we have not thinned rightly, where we have not grown straight and tall. And, and to seek to grow aright, to tend to our own hearts, to our own habits, to our own virtues, so that we can be that humble person who bears fruit of peace in our world and in our homes and in our cities and in our nations. It is when we bear, we ourselves as followers of Jesus, the humble one. It is when we bear that fruit that we, and the world, and its many nations, can heed Paul VI's words, Never again war. War. Never again.